0: Welcome to SaaS Reality, a podcast where two budding founders talk about their businesses. Join Simon and Dean to find out what it really takes to build, launch, and run a SaaS product. Morning, Dean. Morning, Simon. How's it going? Yeah, good. Yeah,
1: good week this week. Oh, good.
0: Looking forward to some (laughs) cloud Periscope updates.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been really good. How about you?
0: Yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah, definitely a good week. I've been talking to that customer who started at the beginning of this week. For anyone interested, we recorded this Monday and Friday just because we lost a week last week. So this week I've been talking to that customer and helping him get on board. It's been sort of quite interesting. First customer for Ultimailey. Well, hopefully. I mean, he hasn't activated his card, but he has put a card in. Ah. So he's on a... I won't let anyone send an email without providing a payment card. Mm -hmm. So he's got 12 days left on the trial. So uh, we'll see what happens. At the moment, I'm just helping him write emails and it's um, just started talking about myself. But it's interesting to see how people are actually using the email tool and like some of the pitfalls that he's falling into, which I haven't really explained properly. Mm. So for example, Stripe only does money in integers of cent, for example, with dollars. So if you were to display it like he was in his invoice saying, thank you for your payment of invoice total that's now a hundred times more than the person was expecting to have paid. So I just needed to explain, you've got to turn that into dollars. Okay. Or it that your donators are going to get like quite the shock?
1: <laughs> yes. He's
0: not putting the amount in manually, is he? No, no, no. So he had in his email, which he'd set up himself, which was good to see, but he said, thank you for your donation of like dynamic tags. Right. Charge dot amount. Where because it's striped because it's in cent you need to do charge amount then you have got to say in liquid divide by a thousand add divide by a hundred and then uh, like round to two. Mm. I probably should add a helper.
1: <laughs> yeah, are you going to put um, another dynamic tag in there?
0: Maybe could do. Yeah, I could put a... display amount or something. Yeah, I think about that. And then the other thing was the dates. so he'd put like charge dot created. But that returns you your date in a, is it ISO 1860 or 06? Oh, year, month, day, yeah. Yeah, year, month, day, and then time. So I just explained how to present or how to format money into the whatever format you want. Mm-hmm. so And then he was asking whether there was a way to preview emails. And I was just like, oh, you know what? I removed all that because it was just so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have a way to preview emails. I had a way of using a Stripe test account. Yeah. And it, that's so much more complicated. So, I need to work out a way of having dummy Stripe events in the system where you can just be like, preview. Mm. But
1: it seems quite complicated. Previewing emails from what I remember to do it, well is
0: a nightmare because clients just render them
2: completely different. Yeah, I think
0: what he's actually after is like a preview of how the content will form. So, like what the dynamic tags will look like. Right. And ahead of time, without like an actual charge event happening, Mm-hmm. it's difficult I just have to either fake one but then that's kind of a lot I just guess I'm going to have to do it but it seems like a lot of um, maintenance and nuances to that because it depends on how you use your Stripe account to how your events will actually
1: look mm-hmm. but, and do you also need to detect which tags they've used in their
0: email well I mean I could just have a copy of the Stripe event for like charge created and i just pre-populate one in JSON and store it somewhere. Yeah. And then use that to generate the preview. But it's just, it could be, yeah. If you're displaying, for example, metadata, I have no idea mm. what that will be. So I guess, as you say, I don't want to like parse the email to find stuff that they haven't used to them. Yeah.
1: That's a good idea. Just have some test values in, in the JSON
0: file that you just, I think I just need more <laughs> documentation. It's just like, let's call him a customer, even though it's just a trial user has come in and it's just, the backlog is now like blown up.
2: <laughs> like
0: the marketing site is probably not really a much of a priority, but yeah. <laughs> That's good,
1: though. Somebody in there using it and having a play. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: It's really good. Yeah, so what about yourself? Yeah, good, actually. Um Progress on, well, I've done a lot of front-end stuff in my day job over the last few weeks. Yep. So I've moved away from doing the UI on Cloud <laughs> Periscope for now. I'm all JavaScripted out. Mm-hmm. For the time being, so I've been going back on to some of the proof of concept code I had for the analysis of the data once I'd pulled it in mm-hmm. so detecting whether your ec2 instance is really idle or not yeah so I started working on that this week um that's fairly good I just need to it's been refined quite a bit mm-hmm. so I just need to turn that into some production ready code that I can just put a yeah. proof of concept wrapper around for now and that actually could be easily converted into a Golang program. So uh, it'd be a nice quick Lambda if I needed to switch to Lambda. Okay. But I'm just keeping it all Laravel at the moment. You know, <laughs> I worry about scaling and stuff when I've got customers. Uh, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite easy to deploy PHP on Lambdas these days. Yeah. I think it just seems to carry a lot of overhead. So, uh, Fine. Last time I tried it, we were talking maybe three milliseconds overhead. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, they've done a lot with PHP, haven't they, to make it quick. So,
0: yeah, I guess they've done a lot with the lambda. As soon as they fix the VPC issue, we'll be good. What's that? Cold boot is slow if you put your lambda inside a, VC, a VPC. I just know <laughs> which you need to do to connect to, for example, a database. Yeah, I just know that as the cold start issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not too bad if you're not behind a VPC. It's pretty quick. Mm. If you are, it can be it can be quite time consuming. I've not uh,
1: not tested to that depth. No. But yeah, that's good. So I'm really happy with getting all the instance metrics and Mm -hmm. sort of fleshing out some other checks that I can do along the way that I'm probably going to drop in, maybe not straight for launch, but very soon after, things like if you're running a T-series instance, T2 or T3, just checking whether you're being charged for extra CPU credits and whether it would be cheaper to switch up to an M four or something like that oh okay so little bits and pieces like that because if you're not aware the t-series is on burstable cpu credits and you can use all of those out Mm -hmm. in a period of time and then you get charged for extra credits i thought it just stopped working
0: like you just got throttled you do get throttled but you also get charged (laughs) oh okay i thought there was an unlimited mode on the t-series there is as well
1: and that's another check i'm going to do is to check whether a T series is running in unlimited mode and whether you really want that.
0: Is that only going to be really good if you like have occasional burst?
1: No, the unlimited mode, you would use that if you've got like a queue worker. Okay. That's constantly processing. But if you've got a web application where you have spikes of usage as people log in and do stuff and then might be quiet for 20 minutes and then somebody else will log in and do a bunch of activity. Yeah. That's when you want the burstable mode. Okay. So you use, all you see cheaper. You have less CPU usage credits, mm. but they're used in spikes and bursts, yeah. whereas the queue worker needs a constant CPU allocation, so that's when you want unlimited mode. But You're looking at maybe going to an
0: M4 series anyway, for better yeah. performance. i trying to see what the advantage is, other than ticking it to have like an insurance policy that when it reaches, it's never going to throttle.
2: Mm.
1: So there's a few checks around that that I'm going to write in. They're fairly simple, and I can do it off the back of the api calls i'm already doing to get the instance data so so this weekend is uh, going to be looking at the reserved instance usage stuff because i'm still not happy with that it's very difficult to actually track that properly because when you buy a reserved instance it doesn't map one-to-one to a physical ec2 instance There's no such thing as a physical EC2 instance, really. But Yeah, conceptually. (laughs) But yeah, it's not a one-to-one mapping. It's just a billing construct. Mm -hmm. So if you have a T2 medium reserved instance and you're running a T2 medium EC2, then that's what it's applied against. If you shut that down and start up another one,
0: then your reserved instance gets allocated to that other T2. Yeah. I never really even thought about it being allocated. I just thought when you come to the billing, it's just like, well, they just like subtract the hours of usage. Yeah, it kind of does that, but there's
1: a bit more under the hood to it than that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just really hard to see. I can get the utilization fairly easily, but then just tracking other instances against it, it's just... Uh, mm. So, anyway, I'm not happy with it, so I'm going to put some time in this weekend to work on that. Okay. And start to get my accounts and stuff together because... Getting to the point now where I'm officially going to be trading with a company.
2: Oh, okay. Registered
1: the company but told HMRC that it's not trading yet. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the normal thing, isn't it? So you don't have to start like start the tax year earlier than necessary. Yeah, but there are some receipts that are coming up to a fair age now that I want to include in startup costs. So I think you have twelve months prior to starting trading, don't you, to allocate those
0: to the business? Or it used to be that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So, is he going
0: through all the domain name receipts, the trademark receipts? You're asking me about like accounting software and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, zero. Oh, I use FreeAgent. I quite like it. Yeah,
1: probably looking at zero because it integrates with TransferWise, so it just pull all those transactions in. Oh, Okay. Interesting. And also integrates with Tide, which is where I've got another account. Oh, okay. And the accountant that I used to use for my old business is a zero. Hero, if you like. Yeah, whatever they call them, certified partner or something.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, my accountant is um he was like, Oh, we use zero and then when I was like, Well, I'm using this and he logged in, he's like, This is the same.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah.
0: just like exactly the same as concepts and stuff, so no worries and just uses that absolutely fine. Yeah, I was really disappointed with QuickBooks because I know QuickBooks well,
1: although I haven't seen all the updates over the last few years, but
0: I never really saw it as a UK enabled thing.
1: Yeah. They used to be, really. And they integrate with all the high street banks. But there's no TransferWise, no Tide, no Monzo integrations.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know about my accounting software. I know they recently swapped the bank integration over to the Open Banking in the UK. Right. So I don't know if that's going to be any better. And it was easy to set up the bank feed importing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so an interesting conversation last night with my wife, I said there. I'm just pulling together all the accounts information and all everything that was spent getting up and running so far. So I'm about to plunge the company into a few thousand pounds worth of debt. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what? Yeah. Then I explained and she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's, yeah. But it'd just go in the director's loan or account or whatever it is, weren't it? So yeah, yeah, that's normally where all my money sits. <laughs> yeah. It just gets offset against the profits and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Assuming I make any profit.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing.
1: But feeling good about it all, uh, good progress. Done a planning session yesterday after work, just nothing in Clubhouse or anything, just text file with indents. I just planned Mm -hmm. out everything, just brain dumped basically what I can think that's still outstanding. So I'll transfer all that into Clubhouse and sort of organize it a bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I need to learn Clubhouse's UI better. Is it just very noisy? Do you reckon? Yeah, I just need to turn things off and hide things. Easier. I was going to say compared to Jira, it's like an absolute breeze. Yeah, don't even go there. No, <laughs> no we use something called Gemini at work, right? Which has got Kanban boards and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's just nice to be able to hide columns. Oh, yeah, you know, the to-do column that has got all the big list columns, all the stuff in that you've not even touched yet, just hide all that,
2: <laughs> ignore <love>
1: it. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Well, at least you can. Yeah, yeah. So I'll get into Clubhouse this weekend, get all
0: that updated. Yeah, because you were asking me about how I manage my um, logging, my Stripe stuff, weren't you, in the accounting software? Mm. And I don't really, (laughs) is the answer to that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that through. It's it's just going to be a one payment into the bank account, a one line item, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I get four line items a month. I used to have it like any day of the week, but I changed it to weekly. Yeah, I just put them in. And then actually at the end of the accounting year, I go into Stripe, there's a tax section. I download all 12 tax statements.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I then go into the journal entry and I add the fee as income and then add another line item saying Stripe fee or like a transaction charge mm-hmm. because otherwise you're going to miss that, like the fee, which is technically turnover.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Put that all in and then I'm like Bob cool. uncle. <laughs> the income came from Stripe. and I, still, I mean, I still have the audit trail in Stripe mm-hmm. if other requested, but my actual accounting software nor the accountant needs to know where every single payment came from. Mm. And he's happy with that.
1: So all your lifetime value calculations and stuff are all done via Stripe?
0: Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. I use tools that connect to Stripe to work out that lifetime value. Mm -hmm. Because Snapshooter is also on the back of a consulting business. It's kind of two separate things anyway. So Mm. I just have an income category as Snapshooter.
1: Yeah, I can see that um, if I'm dealing with people that want Purchase orders and bank transfers and stuff like that. I'm just going to have to put dummy stuff into Stripe, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: I set up an invoice in my accounting software, send that off to them, and then I apply basically a discount code, which is references the invoice for however long the invoice is valid for. Right. Okay. That's how I've been going about it. So, like, you're still on the agency plan or the, you know, the organization plan, but you've got a 12 month, like, Paid manually, <laughs> discount code. But Stripe has no knowledge of that income, then. No. Right. Okay. Choose your battles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might change when automatically comes VAT registered, and I start looking into the VAT stuff, and I want to start like really tracking it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because you'll need to get VAT numbers and stuff, for people.
0: Yeah, but then again, it might not need to be stored in the accounting software. Mm. As such, um, I need to possibly spend some time with the accountant again. Yeah. He'll be coming around to do last year's returns soon, so.
1: Yeah. I'm not worried about it too much. I'll see where people are paying, whether they want purchase orders and bank transfers or whether they're happy to use self-serve on the website. So, Yeah. Worry about it when it happens.
0: Yeah, precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving it a bit of thought, that'll do.
1: Yeah, so that's my week. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. Good to get back into it. And going to reach out to somebody who I know wants the reserved instance stuff mm-hmm. and sort of pick their brains a bit about what the challenges are at the moment.
0: Is that the dude from the Laravel community that we won't say his name? But
1: yeah, cool. So I don't know whether he's going to give me any time, but yeah, he sounds like a busy chap. <laughs> he is. He's very busy, but he's a really decent guy as well. So hopefully he'll find ten minutes just to uh, send me an email back. Yep, and I'll probably pick a few people from my many, many LinkedIn connections now and maybe quiz them as well. Okay. Just uh, creeping up towards the 1000 connections on LinkedIn.
0: <laughs> What's your conversion rate from a uh, LinkedIn connection to a paying customer?
1: Zero at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I
0: just need to get some
1: sort of MVP going and then I'm going to start hitting the content stuff mm-hmm.
0: on the website and cross posting in LinkedIn. I want to hit that, but I just like at the moment, it's just a case of let's get this guy set up and working and everything. And then we'll go back through, and yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Just being a, a single processor. <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole focus changes. Like you've got that first, or potentially got that first customer. If that guy falls through and no one's coming in the pipeline, obviously I'll go back to like mm. trying the marketing site. But yeah, yeah it depends where I fail. I mean, if he failed because like the workflow was too complicated to use, then there would be a case of fixing that. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's very hard just trying to do everything yourself and in a linear fashion. I sit down at like 9pm or something and I'm like, nope, cannot find the focus. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going for this week then, apart from getting this chap up and running? And-
0: I think that's the main focus. I kind of want to just carry on with the marketing site because it's not far. I think I'm going to cut back on some pages and stuff because it's going to have the new pricing. Maybe I might even separate and do just a pricing branch and just get that sorted. It might be easier. And then, fire hosing issues that this guy is raising. (laughs) Basically (laughs) trying to make it easier. I kind of think once he's on and he's sending emails, I can't imagine there's much more that he'll need to do. Mm. Like he's set up, maybe the setup costs are high, but after that, I'm hoping he's going to be pretty passive. Like the system is there to automate all this. So, you know, he's going to be forever receiving value, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm not having to do anything.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, hopefully.
0: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. He seems a fairly diligent chap. He checked
1: you out on verified partners on Stripe website. Well,
0: yeah, to be fair, if you say you're Stripe verified and then you go on the Stripe page and there's nothing about you being verified, that's a really big (laughs) alarm bell. Yeah, it is. Yeah, But it's good that he checked. Yeah, I think he probably did that and then he found me in Google, so I kind of need to work out how. I don't know if I said this, so I asked him how he found us. Right. Maybe I'll get up the chat because it's quite interesting. And he said that he found me in Google. He then went over to Stripe afterwards just to check the verification. And then he also found a competitor who does, I think we briefly mentioned what they do, but like they in the same sense of you have a trigger from a Stripe event, they send an email, Mm -hmm. they have less sort of workflow building stuff, but that's what they do. It's kind of the crooks of the same thing. Mm He said, I'm better, obviously. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) And then it seems that the other business... Is far more focused on what he needs to do. Like he literally just needs to send an email when a charge gets paid, right? So he doesn't really need the complicated workflow stuff. But it's not like it's in the way. Well,
1: he thinks he doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So when he was looking at both, yeah, you would say, well, that one is the one that's literally just focusing on what I want. Where ultimately is doing a lot of other stuff, and this is where I sort of need to think about the marketing side a bit. But then he also said that the website is giving him serious issues. The other website. The other website, yes. And I think it's because it's a single landing page with not much information. Right. And then the other thing he said, which I don't know if it's changed now, but he said he's had no technical response in hours, not even an auto response. Conversely, you've been more than accommodating to help me. So I think, well, that's obviously a advantage. (laughs) <laughs> bending over backwards to help this guy. Yeah. Well, you care. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. 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 I want your $19. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of good insight. And it's like, well, you know, maybe get on with the marketing side. Cause it, when you're looking at a product and you're trying to just like gauge it, if it is single page, even if you're just clicking around, have a little look around, if there's nothing to, to see. Mm. When I look at Hotjar of Automally, people click the feature button countless times, even though it just scrolls to the same place on the homepage. Right. It's clearly like they want to go somewhere and see more information. and
1: mm. so It's the psychology thing. They want to be convinced. They want yeah. it to
0: be right for them. Yeah. So it's given me ideas. So I'm not sure whether I should be entirely hitting SaaS businesses. So when you look on the homepage of Automally now, it's literally just about SaaS. Mm-hmm. And I think this is why the guy emailed because he was like, "Mm, it sounds like you do what I need, but like, you're not targeting what I need. Mm. So is that a problem or what? (laughs) And then I also just want to start getting like use cases. So his use case of, I want to send an email on a receipt of an invoice. Mm -hmm. I want a whole dedicated page on marketing about how to do that and how it works. And like all the different use cases that people potentially be Googling. Yeah. And I also want like an extra 24 hours in the day. (laughs) So Yeah, then we all. <laughs> <laughs> and in, during those
1: hours, you're bright, alert and focused and very productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the holy grail.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. I feel like there's lots of opportunity and it's, mm. I always say, if, if you found one, you can find another.
1: Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? That, um, the first person interested in using automale is somebody that, you haven't focused on in terms of
0: targeting at all. No. But that's life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it'll be interesting. I mean, I have to talk to some more SaaS businesses and see. Yeah. I think, to be fair, the people I've talked about, SaaS businesses, are really interested in the billing page, Mm -hmm. which I can't do at the moment. Well, I could do, but it would have to just get redone instantly. Yeah, that's because of the Stripe book, isn't it? Yeah. So I'd have to do it the old way, which would only work until September. So
2: Mm.
0: I don't want to do that. Have you had anything back from Stripe about that API issue? No, I chased them up at 6 a.m. yesterday morning to see if there's <laughs> been any updates. So if not, I'll bump into ISC. It's just a case of, like, dedicating half an hour of your life to...
1: Yeah, I would think they'd sort it out. They seem...
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. The guy said, like, that's, a, that's as clear as possible a flat, like, a bug. <laughs> it shouldn't do that. You should be able to, as a Connect account provider, do that. And, like, there's competitors, like, churn Busters, like, They're not going to be able to offer that unless that's fixed. Mm. So we'll see. Mm. Yeah, I would think they'd be fairly responsive to something like that. Yeah. My only alternative is if it's not fixed by September is to literally have something like, if you want the Stripe billing to work, you need to give us a copy of your production Stripe key.
2: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's the
0: workaround. Yeah. (laughs) Remove OAuth and put in a, a Stripe key. It's out of your hands, isn't it? You've just got to keep pestering Stripe and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this, uh, I need to deal with this guy in the marketing site and stuff, so... I've got quite a lot of stuff in the backlog now, so...
1: Yeah, did like the updates so far to the marketing site that you've been showing me, yeah. You did like it? Yeah, it's got a really nice feel to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. lots of illustration drawings <laughs> from whatever it is, stream icons or whatever it is, yeah. But yeah, the vibe, the design,
1: it just feels really nice. feels happy, it feels trustworthy. To me.
0: Cool. Well, I better get cracking on with it then. Yeah, just get some more content in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So um there's is recursive issues. One of the pages on the marketing site I want to explain about the workflows. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to make the workflows look a bit better before I go through and screenshot them all for a marketing site. Mm-hmm. Do I go and do that or that could take forever? <laughs> so
1: can't you use something like Figma or whatever just to mock up a workflow screen?
0: I kind of just want to use what it is.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: really like it when you look and it's like, oh, look, that looks amazing. And then you log in and you're like, that's way jankier than I was expecting.
1: Yeah, I mean, mock it up to what it's going to look like sort of thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so that's my week.
1: Get some screenshots on there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll put some in, but I'll put more in because there's no way to really reveal. And the ultimate thing I want to do at some point is have the Automate account as a demo account.
2: Mm-hmm
0: but that seems like that's a ton of dev work. And I need like a good amount of data in there otherwise <laughs> no one would ever sign up because it would look terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you might just have to mock a load of stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, it might be easier, yeah. Cool. Yeah, by feeling good. Sure, cool, I think we should leave it there then. Sounds like a plan. Cool, right. I don't have the notes, so I'll do this off the top of my head. Thank you for listening to the SAS Reality Podcast. Why not head over to sasreality.com and become part of our Slack community. You can send questions to podcast at sasreality.com and we'd be more than happy to answer them next week. And we'd appreciate a rating and review, especially in iTunes or on Stitcher. And uh, we'll catch you in a week's time. Bye for now. Bye, Dean.